Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice. I want to hear it again. Meet more sharp robot. That's a terrible robot voice. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? And Rashad Taylor. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. On 1080 The Fan. Hour 202 here on Sports Sunday. If you missed any of the show and you want to listen back to it, it'll be on the Les Schwab Tires podcast on radio.com and 1080thefan.com. And then Joe tweets it as well, at 1080thefan on Twitter at the end of every single show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at MikeLynch27, Rashad's at TaylorMade503, and Joe's at JoeFish3, F-I-S-C-H. Joe has become a very good sports follow the last few months. I think Joe's made a concerted effort. Joe's everywhere, too. He's even on Bleacher Report. Like, Joe's, yeah, he's everywhere. What? Yeah, He's on man. Bleacher Report. Yeah, what? do yeah. I have do I have articles that I do not? I don't know. know. Like, but you like you make some pretty good comments on Bleacher Report, and I'm like, oh, like that one, Joe Fish. What? I think I've made. Oh, you can make comments on Bleacher Report. Oh, okay. yeah, duh. Yeah, okay. But maybe what? I do have some articles I don't know about. <laughs> no, the know. Uh, Joe has become like the the station's stat tweeter. Like, you find and dig up interesting stats. And uh, also, the other day, he made a video with uh, Dame shot against the Warriors. Yes. And it had a music underneath it, and it was dope. And the music was timed because he slowed it down exactly to when the ball goes through the net. What song was it? It was uh, Kanye West, uh, Father Stretch My Hands. Oh, that's right. Part one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, been done before with, like, other highlights and stuff like that. And... 
I think the Trailblazers tweeted out a video of Dame hitting that shot, and I was like, oh, you know it would be good on that. Yeah. I know exactly what would work well And you that. did it. Yeah. It was a good video. You it, should go, go go follow Joe right now. He's been a good – he's he's becoming like the, the fans – like interesting statistic follow because no none of us tweet stats right we're all just like tweeting opinions and jokes joe is like getting a little niche for himself to do that i I like stats always always like stats um the one thing that i've been considering but don't really want to is like paying for the basketball football reference like subscription because then you can really look up, like, fine-tuned stats. Oh, yeah, you can, like, do like, all the sorting and from stuff. From this year to this year, who made the most you amount of pay creep. to do that? Uh, yeah, on some of those, you have to. I didn't yeah. know that. That's mm. silly. Yeah. That's upsetting. But, again, finding out that stuff, it's fun. So, so go follow Joe. Rashad is actually more active on Facebook with his hot takes than he is on Twitter. <laughs> Not really, though. Yes, like, I really. Mean, yeah, you get yeah. into, like, uh, 90 comment arguments on your Facebook yeah. page. It's yeah. Like honestly, I don't. I'm. I'll, I try not to go back and forth with people. It's like, okay. No, you don't. Say your piece. Like you that's like cool. to go back and forth with. Not people. at all. Me. Why do you make the what? Facebook post in the first place? You want conversation. Uh, not argument. Conversation is cool. Well, argument is just angry conversation. Yeah, exactly. Don't be angry because <laughs> you're wrong. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess. I guess if you want to follow Rashad's hot takes, Adam on Facebook. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I suppose he's probably not going to add you back though, because you know you got to. Yeah, I don't know. No, I will. You got to get through these friend requests here first. Um, all right, so I guess there was a big UFC event yesterday. There was. Yeah, very big. It was, tell, you know, tell me tell me what's important about it in five seconds. Well, uh, there was three championship uh, bouts, and so it was like a three uh, main event card, which and was pretty real. Cool. Two of them were really bouts. Two of them were bouts. One of them <laughs> was a rout. Yeah, so the, the Amanda Nunez fight uh, was over in like 40 <laughs> seconds. I and saw so, a picture on Twitter that she had her in like a her a leg lock or something. Yeah, she's that she's, looked painful. She's badass. So <laughs> it's just one of those things. She, she didn't did. have there was I there know. wasn't much of a chance. I'm, I'm just laughing about that fight because there's video of the chick she went up against Megan Anderson like walking into the stadium and just the look on her face was as if she just found out she was fi- fighting Amanda Nunes. Yeah. And she's like walking all slow. It was like she was trying to delay yeah. getting to the arena. Hey guys, I gotta go back to the car real fast and <laughs> yeah, I drive think I forgot something. the hell off like. <laughs> You can tell that she was in way over her head the minute the fight started. And it was like, okay. Like, I literally turned around to take a drink and then turned back around, and she was tapping out. She was getting twisted, was that in, fast, getting so. twisted into a pretzel. Uh, but there was another bout, and uh, it was the, I guess, you know, there's the bantamweight championship, uh, and a guy named, oh, how does, what's his name? Something is, uh, Sterling. Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain Sterling uh, fought... Peter Yan, and Peter Yan was the bantamweight champion. And there's a rule in UFC to where if you have a, a knee down that you can't, you know, knee your, uh, if your opponent has the knee on the ground, then you then can't knee them in the face. I don't know exactly why that rule is, but it's pretty sure to pretty much to protect, you know, the, the fighters. Okay, like because they're kind of defenseless at that yeah, point so or something? Yeah, kind of, they're, they're, they're defenseless at that point. And Yan just got him square in the face went while know? his knee was on the ground while his, while his knee on, was on the ground sterling then walks away with the bantamweight championship sterling was the number one contender going into the match so you know had so he, he walked away with it like he walked he got away with it he got disqualified okay. or Jan was disqualified and walked away with it and the minute they put the belt on sterling like he kind of like you know ripped it off and was like you know kind of tossed it on the on the ground because in his head at least on camera in his head uh that's not the way he would have want to win the championship okay. even though he is now officially the champion 
uh, that's not the way he wanted to win, even though I think he celebrated later that night with his championship. I would have. It's just, you know. So it had me thinking, like, as a sports fan or as a competitor, man, would you be okay with would that championship still mean as much um, as any other championship if you won it via disqualification? Let's just say we're the Blazers. It's game seven, and we lose the game on a challenge, right? Like a challenge that really could have gone either way, but – you know, but you end up. It was a that. charge. We, you win the call. game. Excuse me. You win the game based on a challenge. Oh, it was the call from the from the the Blazers Warriors game the yeah. other night. So it could really go either way if you're if we're being honest. About right. It. So the it's a charge. It's a charge. And Blazers they win. It and they call it a charge and they win, even though may, maybe it's a little bit more obvious that it's borderline than it was in that game. But whatever. Right. And yeah. yeah. And, and you win the finals for whatever reason. Blazers win. Do you feel good about that? I think in that instance, yes, because that's part of the game. Whereas the disqualification is an outside event that is affecting the, the, and the I'm, championship. I'm trying to think of something that would happen that would be like, man, obviously illegal. That would. I, I think the best example that I came up with when you brought this up earlier is, let's say after the Astros cheating scandal, the MLB pulled their World Series championships and awarded it to the Dodgers. If you were a Dodgers fan and you were now the 2000, what was it, 17 World Series champion, how would you feel? Would you feel like it was a real championship or would you feel like you cheated your way to a title? Sort of. Not cheated, but they cheated. <laughs> but, you know. I was going to say definitely not cheated then. Well, yeah. But, the Astros yeah. cheated. But you know what I mean. You, you got you feel a like title. you cheated your fans or you, you, know, you, you know you didn't necessarily earn it. Right. All the without, way. without fully earning it. I think that was the best example I came up with. You know, I think anything that is part of the sport is, yes, you would feel just fine winning it that way. And challenges are part of the sport. But the disqualification aspect of it in the fight is very different. It's like, it, it's, it's oh, I won because he did something that was against the rules, not or because you won I the, truly won the fight. Or you won the gold medal because uh, someone scratched when they were, you know, they, they jumped the gun uh, prior to... The takeoff or that, something that's like a that. good one too you because know, you're, you're racing against michael johnson or you're racing you're racing against usain bolt or whomever and they scratch before they you know before they start and eliminate themselves or get themselves disqualified that's a that's a good way to look at it too because especially for those Olymp olympians they work for four years they grind their ass off for for, for, for like a three seconds. second event 10 seconds and yeah i think for that moment i think they probably would accept that gold medal no matter what because it's like, look, I worked for four years for this, right? And I think, I, again, I don't fully understand fighting as well. I'm assuming next year we're going to have another bantamweight title. Yes. Or maybe two, another six months, something like that. Yeah. Definitely have a rematch. There's definitely going to be a rematch. Yeah. So it's it's not exactly the same as the Olympics and also, question as well. He so he was getting I, his ass kicked. It was one of those things, like, for the most of the fight, like, he was pretty much getting beat up. Yeah. And he, so he then, was going to lose that fight. He was going to lose that fight, and then he was disqualified, and then... So let's imagine there's if there's eight lanes and, and six of the people scratch and you win gold. Do you feel good about that? Like, do you? Do you I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, well, that's I'm pretty much this. what it oh, is. You know, like well, you were still won gold. You were already going to lose. Like it was clear that you were you were coming in last, and then everybody stepped on someone else's lane, and the 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 race is over. Anyway. No, you do. You know, you don't feel as good. You don't. You feel like you you, you feel like you had a cheap win. That's yeah. what you feel like. Yeah, and I, you know, but I, I do feel like, man, privately, on your own, when he's in his hotel room, 
and he has his championship and stuff like that. He, f- you feel there is some sense of man. I am the I am a champion though right now. Like I think I think there's a lot of people that would honestly feel like, okay, this this was kind of the goal though. So I do have the title. All right, let's take a break here. Coming up to uh, ten thirty, we have hate it or love it like we always do. It's a segment where we compete with each other, and the winner gets to host the last segment. I do want to get into a little NFL though. We've been talking mostly all NBA today. If you were a team, and, and I guess actually all three of us are fans of a team that are being tied to the quarterbacks that are on the market, Broncos, Patriots, and Cowboys. So I'd like each of you to answer this, and I'll answer it with my own. How much would you be willing to trade for Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson? How much would you be willing to give up from your team to get those two quarterbacks? And at what point does it not become worth it? That's next. This is Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. There was a song on 94.7 when we came in that Rashad was singing in the hallway, too. I forget what song it was, but I recognized it. I forget what it is. This is kind of like the classic 90s day for you. Yeah, oh, man, I was, you know, I'm a a big fan of, uh, you know, 90s alternative music. It was... (laughs) It was really because it kind really of was good. pop back then. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. But this song right here is uh, one of my songs from Oaks Park, you know, skating rink, which isn't too far away from us, you it's know, done. where we are. And uh, I would go every Saturday. I'm a phenomenal skater. For those of you who may or may not know, like I'm, I'm pretty good. You're the songbird of our generation and the skater of I'm, our generation. I really am. And by skating, you mean like rollerblading? Rollerblading, roller skating. If it's got, you know, it's got blades on it. Can you skateboard? You know, honestly, I'm not a good skateboarder. Me neither. No, I can't skateboard. Like, I used to be a good rollerblader, but I haven't done it in so many years. Yeah, I don't want to hurt myself with skateboarding. You were but, an extra in the movie Roll Bounce. Man, I wish, man. <laughs> you know, I could definitely could have did my thing in Roll Bounce, but no, I, I went to Oaks Park. And what on earth is Roll Bounce? It's a movie with Lil Jeez, Bow Wow, I'm pretty Lil, sure. Lil Bow Wow and... Lil Bow Wow is an actor in a movie? Bro, have this you guy. not seen Like Mike? This, this guy. Clearly no. not. You've never seen Like Mike? Like Mike. basketball movie. That's a classic it's a classic basketball movie is it a classic though i think so i i mean i watched it kid a lot in my childhood in, kid plays in all white chucks that are messed up and is killing he's dunking on iverson well he's i mean dunking they were, on chris weber they, they were nikes because they it was a jordan you know they were they were like they were blazers that's what they were yeah they were old blazers were old that blazers. belonged to uh michael jordan and they get uh for some reason he gets electrocuted and that gives him like special oh. powers <laughs> That lets yeah. him play like Michael Jordan. So he's a kid who's dunking over real NBA players. Yeah, basically, Killing. yeah, Killing. He gets like a Calvin ten- Cambridge, bro. And it's a little Bow Wow. Calvin Cambridge, bro. Yeah. That's gets a, con- gets a contract, gets leads contract. him to the playoffs. Plays and- for the Knights. Well, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Anyway, go on. Yes, rollerblading. Like Roll Mike bounce. Two was a street ball version of it. Basically, yeah, that, one, that one was stupid. But yeah. yeah. My son keeps trying to convince me to watch it, and I'm like, I'm not taking part in any of that. Yeah, it's one of those things, man. Yeah, go look at Mike, like Mike, man. It's a, it's a, it's a good movie. All right, I, I guess. Am I gonna enjoy it now as probably, an adult? Probably, because it sounds like a kids' movie. It is. You don't so wait. You don't like Sandlot now? Well, no, but I watched it as a kid, so I have an attachment to it. That's the same with all those movies, so right? So can you not like watch a kids movie? Like I'm, I'm a big fan of those like Diary, Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies. Those are funny to me. Me and my son watch those, and I'll, I'll crack up at that. Like, I, can you not watch that stuff? I don't, but I also don't have a kid, so I, I struggle 
I think sometimes if, especially even if it's older movies that I haven't seen, cause I'm not, I'm trying to be better about watching more movies, but I've never been like the biggest. I watch all the movies that come out guy. Um, I feel like Joe maybe is in the same boat if he's never seen coming to America, but that could just be like the one white whale that you have. <laughs> like I've never seen Titanic and I'm very proud of that. You at know, this point. you didn't miss anything. Exactly. We know, we know how it ends. That is very true. We do know how, it <laughs> we know how that ends. It took six hours to finally figure it out. Like, um, yeah. But I, when I try to go back to watch movies that people are like, oh, th- I, I grew up watching this movie. It was so good. I, I don't have the nostalgia aspect anymore. And I'm just like, this is kind of an average kids movie that I don't like. And I, I think that I think I fully understand why. Like, I love Angels in the Outfield, that movie, because I grew up watching it. Right. But I've talked to like Souk hates that movie. Right, he thinks it's the worst movie ever. But when it came out, he was already like late high school, early college, right? So at that point, you're not a kid anymore. You're not watching a movie about angels moving the foul pole and all that kind of stuff. It, it doesn't hit the same. But I think people who grew up watching that movie love it. So I don't. I'm, I'm full circle to go back to at my age, what I really like, like Mike, or is it purely a kids movie? Do you only like it because you liked it growing up as a kid? I didn't. I mean, I didn't like it growing up, but it was an okay movie. You know, yeah. I, I, I really was just wa- an okay movie. I watched, it was an okay movie. Seriously, it's I watched a, it within the last year, and I thought it was going to be a little cringy, but it really, it really wasn't bad. that bad. It's not a bad movie. Mor- Morris Chestnut puts in a good performance. Uh, you get a, actually a lot of NBA player cameos. They a got lot a of lot of Dirk, NBA Dirk players is in it. Uh, Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd, Allen Iverson. Like, is Space Jam two going to be a kids movie, or is it going to be? Kind of like we talked about in the first segment, a fan service movie about Space Jam. Because <laughs> that's what you saw the clip, the, the pictures came out, right? Mm-hmm. You see LeBron in his Toon Squad jersey, and everyone's up in arms because Lola Bunny is no longer the sexiest thing known to man. You're up in arms about it. <laughs> yeah. I listened to Primetime. Oh, well, I very much enjoyed Lola Bunny as a seven year old. Thank you very much. I did too. Uh, yeah, of course. We all did. Perverts, man. We all did. Look at the cartoon bunny. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, like, is that going to be a kids' movie? Or, or are we all of us Space Jam fans going to go watch it as adults and think it's good? I hope it's different. Well, have I you- hope we just talked earlier about not going back to what we too much fans too service. much. Yeah, it's like so. I do hope it's a totally different story. I'm Let, glad that I, I got to pull up the plot line because I've read the plot and it's basically like they're going to have other Warner Brother like movies and properties like tied into so not this just as Looney well. Tunes. Yeah, exactly. It's like some sort of alternate universe where he's like dealing with these other movies like the it clown is going to be in it whoa like at some point like that's what i'm saying is like they're tying in these other warner brother properties into the movie okay i mean i guess that's different right i guess that's unique but is it it gonna be a boatload of references to the first one like is larry bird gonna be in it i hope not i I would love bill murray i would love to see bill murray though like (laughs) tell me you wouldn't like to see bill murray in in that movie i would is he gonna get pulled through a golf hole again i certainly hope not and show up in the the other Warner Brothers universe with the It Clown now? Is that going to be in the movie? It could be cool, you know. But that's going to be one of those things where it's like, really, guys, we've seen this. We know how this goes. He goes through the portal of the golf hole and yeah, by now. Hopefully it's not a golf hole. Maybe it's a, you know, maybe it's a, a hot tub or a cold tub or something like that after practice. Hot, okay. tub, hot tub time machine? Never I, seen that before. I've got um, <laughs> I've got the plot here, basically. You I have. Oh, that's a funny movie. Playing the heightened version of himself, James struggles to relate to uh, Joe's Dom, which is uh, Cedric the Entertainer's son, who's much more interested in creating games than playing them. When Dom's tech skills 
draws the attention of a CGI humanoid named AIG Rhythm, played by Don Cheadle. Right. The father-son duo gets sucked into the Warner 3000 Entertainment Serververse with the AI kidnapping Dom in the hopes of stealing some of the King's followers. Cheadle doesn't consider AIG a bad guy, but rather an AI with a chip on his shoulder. Mm. Okay, so they're making it more modern, so it's 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 computer based. Okay, the Could server the server verse. Could right. be good. Instantly, it's already different from it's different. what we remember, so that's good. But the but yeah, I mean the general rule of the movie is the same. Well, yeah, we got to play basketball to beat you guys and to get out of this server verse, probably. Yeah, yeah. Are, are, what's like the monster is going to be? Are there going to be monsters? It's going to be the it clown. It's going to be it's Pennywise. The, Pennywise is on the <laughs> is on the opposing team playing basketball. Stretching his tongue out really far with the ball. And uh, I, I read something incorrectly. Apparently, the actor's name is Cedric Joe, that, who is going to play LeBron's son. So LeBron and his son don't really click on the same level because his son wants to make video games and play video games rather than He's play. He's like, no, actors. you're going to hoop. <laughs> mm, I could hear LeBron saying that, too. Mm, yeah, I could, too. <laughs> to his actual kid. <laughs> yeah. No, Bronny. No, you're oh, not Bryce, playing video games. Get out there. What do you mean? What do you mean relax today? practice every day there's no relaxing yeah, yeah. so basically lebron must except get, for taco tuesday lebron must get him taco and his son tuesday. home safely um against uh victory over the aig's digitized champions on the court all right so, so they modernize space jam basically i'm with it as long as they as long as they keep the fan service to a minimum i will enjoy it i'm, I'm sure. with it but is it a kid's movie should be. the original space jam was a kid's movie should be because it's I mean, a Looney Tunes-based movie. Yeah, it should be. Okay. If yeah. the It Clown is in it, that doesn't sound like a kid's movie. Kids know what it, they, they know what it is. They might not have watched it, but they know what it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a couple minutes. Let me get to the, the quickly what I wanted to talk about here before we get to hate it or love it. With Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson on the market, all three of us are fans of teams that are in the market for a quarterback potentially. Joe's the least so because they can bring back Dak and have Dak Prescott be their long-term quarterback. But we've seen the Cowboys be mentioned. Russ said he would go to the Cowboys in a trade. How much would you be willing to give up from your own team to get Watson or Wilson? Because you know it's going to be a lot. And you know at a certain point with like the Herschel Walker trade, you gave up way too much, right? Too many draft picks, too much capital for a guy that actually wound up flaming out pretty quickly after that. It's a little bit different when you have quarterbacks that you think are going to have multiple years to go. But how willing would you be to give up like four first round picks to go get Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson? How willing would you be to give up a good starting player on your team with all of those picks? Like how far would you be willing to go to get Deshaun Watson and or Russell Wilson? And is it different based on them because of their ages? Because of because of Deshaun Watson's age, I'm willing to give up whatever it takes. Literally what whatever. I, I, whatever. What do you guys want? You'd you know, give up five first-round picks. Probably not five first-round picks, but well, you I, said whatever. I mean, but again, I'm you're talking about you're talking about a trans like what could be a transcendent player for you already. Deshaun Watson's a top five quarterback, and he's what 25, 24, somewhere around there. I'm how old Deshaun Deshaun Watson? 24? 24, 25. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. know he still hasn't really reached his peak quite yet. You know, really his prime. So he's just coming into that. Russell Wilson, I think he's in his prime, and that's pretty much. He's about to be at that point to where he's going to be almost kind of like Aaron Rodgers to where everybody still knows he's really, really good. But as far as him being considered the best in the league anymore, probably not, especially behind that offensive line. That said, you know, for Russell Wilson, yeah, I'm going to give you 
probably uh, what did uh, what was the going rate for uh, Detroit giving it a. Um, Matt Stafford. They swapped quarterbacks and two firsts. Yeah. yeah. So I'd probably, yeah, uh, some, some firsts, three firsts at some point, future first, probably for Russell Wilson. Absolutely. And then Carson Wentz was traded for basically nothing. For nothing. I would absolutely do that. Well, like, I guess I guess it could turn into a first and a second, I think is what it was. Like, it's, it's either like a second or a third or a second and a first. Like, if, if, if Brady and Peyton Manning have showed you nothing else, it's that you can be a great veteran quarterback and go to a team that just they just need some guidance there. As a Broncos fan, Peyton Manning came and just completely changed the way we saw the Denver Broncos for a couple reasons. First, offensively, they just broke every record one year, and then a couple years later, they were like the biggest defensive juggernaut. Well, and Peyton you know, that in year was pretty bad, so yeah, exactly. they needed to be a good so defensive they, team. They absolutely had to be. You know, Brady is just showing. We were talking about this during the break. Is it Brady or Belichick? Yeah, it's it's Brady. We know that year. We know that now. Brady or Belichick wasn't in the playoffs last year or this past year. Brady won the Super Bowl this past year. So now we know who, you know, we really leaned on like that. So if you get a chance to get a Russell Wilson to bring him into a culture like the like the Patriots, I don't know so much about the Cowboys because Jerry Jones is too hands on. And the way that and if I'm the if I'm anybody trying to go to the Cowboys, I'm looking at what they just did to Dak and saying, I'm not messing with you. I'm sorry. Dak Prescott is the most disrespected quarterback you know, in the league, and it's not even close. And the way his own team keeps doing him year after year, I wouldn't want anything to do with that. So it's probably I would do whatever it took to to get one of those two. You I think I, whatever you want. I would do more for Watson because of his age. Um, although he's about to take up a boatload of your salary cap because he has a huge contract. I think I think what I'd be willing to do would be three firsts and Drew Locke for Deshaun Watson. And if they want another third, fourth, fifth, whatever, whatever other secondary round picks you want to take, go for it. But in terms of the value, I would give up our starting quarterback, Drew Locke, and three first-round picks to get to Sean Watson. I think if it was Russell Wilson, I might do a little bit less just because of his age, um, although he is I don't mean arguably better than Deshaun Watson. They're he within is. the same realm. He is. Um, you know, top five quarterbacks to both of them. But – you know, I'd probably, I'd probably just be a little bit more wary just because he's in his 30s. He's been now, hit more. Right? It's just, it's Is just Wilson di- 30 now? It's just different. Yeah, it's just different for Russell Wilson now. He's been hit so much, and I'm not going to say he is, he's a different quarterback. 32. But yeah, there's some there's some years on, on that now. So, yeah, I would definitely go with the younger guy at this point. Yeah, for me, it would just be very simply give up some firsts because I think my team and the Broncos has already built a good base. They just don't have a quarterback. They have a good young offense. They have a good defense. Go get Deshaun Watson, give up on Drew Locke, give up some first-round picks, and go change the way your your team has looked at forever, right? I mean, just go, just go do that. It would be incredible. Think about – I know it's a tough division too, but think about a division with – and imagine this too, and this is just to make it even more extreme. If Russell Wilson goes to the Raiders, you would have Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert all in the same division. That would be the most be insane. insane division with, you know, games. Those are all must-see games, though. Yep, two games against each team each game. year. Those would be nuts, absolutely nuts. And I guess that's the thing. There's no guarantee to make the playoffs. If I'm a Rockos fan and you're going up against Mahomes every year, right, and Herbert gets better, and if the Raiders go and get another quarterback too. But I don't. I, at this point, I don't care. The Broncos have had no quarterback for so long. I don't care what they give up. Just go get a quarterback. I agree. And it's just that simple. I agree. I'm, I'd love to see the Broncos come back to that point. And honestly, I'd love to see 
the Cowboys be without Jerry. Maybe he should just, you know, walk away, which he never will. Never, ever will. I think as soon as he does, man, the team will be better off. All right, let's break. Hit it or love it. Coming up next, first, Joe has sports. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. All right, that music means it's time for Hate It or Love It. Joe poses us a question. He'll award us points, and the winner gets to host the last segment. And also, the winner is going to go against Joe next week, live on the show. The winner yeah. is? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought He's you gonna said go, you were going to Whomever is the, the winner of today's show, Joe is going to go against them next week. So okay. that'll be me. So basically, who wants to work less next weekend? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe you guys try to yeah sabotage your own uh, game this week. Man, I'm going for well, W's, no, man. because that means that you got to come up with the questions. I'd rather just answer the questions. So I got to win. I'm confused because then Rashad's asking the questions. Uh, I was thinking about maybe switching up the music for today's show just because of uh, the festivities today. That maybe we go something with maybe a Fergie national anthem. Oh, let's hear it. Oh, do you have that? He's playing it right now. Do you not hear it? <laughs> Make sure you put it in OL, too. There it is. <laughs> On air producing. <laughs> Here it comes. Oh, that's terrible. What are you talking about? Just the look on the players' faces when she was singing, that was the part that was like. You know what's funny is when I first watched it, I didn't think it was that bad. And then I saw the reaction, and I was like, was it really? And I went back, and I was like, oh, it's not great, I guess. I mean, she can't sing. It was just a very. She can? Yes. She's hitting the notes, but. Yes, she's she's not off key. She's just doing weird stuff. (laughs) That's her voice all the time. This was that was bad. That let's play some basketball. But then she hit the note let's though. Play some basketball. <laughs> Just bad. That like listen, when has Fergie ever been a good singer? I hate it. She's never been a good singer. And she can sing good. She just no, went she Marilyn Monroe singing happy birthday to the president. Happy that was, that was not a good song. birthday, Mr. Mr. President. That was a terrible rendition. I don't know why I turned drunk, but sorry. Happy birthday. Yeah. I think the whispering to me makes me think she was drunk when she did it, although I know yeah. she wasn't. Marvin Gaye I guess and I Whitney Houston are rolling over right now. Ooh. Because that, Love was me some terrible, Marvin Gaye. that was a terrible rendition of... Our national anthem. Just saying. <laughs> well, I hate honestly, it. it was one of the best because it was very, uh, it was a good, <laughs> it was it was a good moment. Yeah, it was, it was very memorable. memorable. <laughs> All right, let's get into hate or love it. There is a player that's available now in the NBA after his team bought him out, and that is one Blake Griffin. Yes. Uh, who can't dunk anymore, apparently. Either chooses not to or just can't at all. I'm pretty sure he literally has zero dunks this season. Well, I mean, how many knee injuries has he had? He's probably has trouble jumping at this point. 
So, everybody's now speculating who's going to sign what, and there was uh, some sort of article from someone, I don't know, but said Blazers should consider it, so hate it or love it. The Blazers should consider signing Blake Griffin. Well, it's not even that. Uh, also, Woj reports that the Blazers are a team he's considering. He mentioned four teams, and the Blazers are one of them. Well, that's nice that he's considering them. Yes, should I think that's Blazers a key difference. Consider him. Um, yes, I think they should. So, love. I think they should consider him. I think at this point, you should bring in as much talent as you can, and it's a good problem to have if you have to figure out how to play him and where to play him and how he's going to fit onto the team. Um. Because at this point right now, I think you have a very good starting four in Derek Jones Jr. And I think he and Robert Covington together make a very good defensive duo on the court. But what you're missing is another consistent scorer. And that is something Blake Griffin still is, is a consistent scorer. And he actually, for the first time in his career, is doing better behind the three-point line, too, to a level where he could become a three-point you know, corner, stand-in-the-corner guy. And he can get you boards. And especially with a team as thin in the front line as the Blazers are, especially with Nurk's injury, although he'll be back. You have Nurk and Cantor, and basically that's it. I don't really trust Harry Giles, and you don't really have any other fours. You put Mello at the four, right? So you have another big who can get boards and play some defense and shoot the three and get some points for you. Yeah, you should consider that. Getting more talent's never a bad thing. I saw a lot of Blazers Twitter like, well, that's going to limit the minutes for Nasir Little this year, and that's going to do that. I don't care about so? that. Like, I, uh, Nasir Little doesn't need minutes to keep developing. He's going to keep getting time and practice, and he'll get better. But you're also trying to win in Dame's prime. And I, I know Blake Griffin's not Blake Griffin of old, and it's not a perfect option, but it's talent. You need to get more talent. And so for that reason, the Blazers should consider it, yes. Uh, love that they should. People have been really down on Blake Griffin for the past couple of years. And you mentioned the stat that he hasn't dunked in two years. Detroit is consistently named one of the, the worst place in America, not one of, but the worst place in America to live. The economy is always down. There's never any, the criminal activity is always up. Abandoned like, homes it's up just the Abandoned wazoo. homes up. And if you've never seen 8 Mile, that's what it looks like all the time in Detroit. If I'm Blake Griffin and I come from La La Land, beaches and bridges, and all of a sudden I get to Detroit, I wouldn't have much motivation to dunk either. But like Lynch just said, man, you're still talking about a dude. He did who live had, in Oklahoma during college, though. He did live in Oklahoma for, what, a year? Two years? Two years, I Two think. Two years? Yeah, that's cool. And when you're in college as a Sooner, it's much different than living in Detroit, Michigan, Seven Mile. Nobody wants to be there, man. And I totally, totally un understand. Having been to Detroit and having family that members there. But Blake Griffin is somebody that can absolutely step into that front line for you and give and provide you with some scoring. Now, here's a guy at this point that doesn't need to average 22 points anymore. He's somebody that can come to this Blazer roster and give you a, a good 14, 15 points. You don't need him to be the leading scorer on your team like he was for the uh, – for the Clippers or even like he was when he first got to Detroit. You just need him to come in there and, and be aggressive and try to get buckets at the rim. He can still dunk. There is no motivation for him to do anything exciting in, in, in Michigan. For what? Like, if you've been to Detroit, man, if you've seen Detroit, if you've even seen their games, nobody cares about the Detroit Pistons, and they haven't for a long time. And even when Blake Griffin was there or doing, doing stuff, they were still terrible. That's just the franchise that needs a complete reboot, and Blake Griffin coming to the Portland well, to the Portland Trailblazers would fit in perfectly along with every all these other veterans that they have, like Harmony. All right. You both will get a point deducted, though. That's 
uh, because Blake Griffin is shooting 31% from three this season, and he shot 24% from three last season. So I thought I saw a stat that in the last couple of weeks he was up to 42% or something. So maybe it wasn't the full season, but with it more recently, and Rashad getting better. loses a point because I honestly don't think he can dunk. He's literally dunked only five times over the last two seasons. Zero this year, five times last so year. So this six foot nine person you think can't t- get the rim and dunk I'm sure anymore. he can, but no. I don't think he wants to. No, you just said, you just you said, just said it. I don't think he wants to. That. He doesn't want to. Reading the numbers. Yeah. You said that he can, and I honestly don't think he can. Uh, there's another man. You're 6'9". He, can, he didn't have to jump very high. He can still dunk. He doesn't want to. All right, moving on to the next one, NFL. The Arizona Cardinals win the J.J. Watt sweepstakes. There was a few teams vying for him. The Bills, I think the Packers were another one that was going for him. But the Arizona Cardinals, who already have one Chandler Jones and pretty solid defensive players, Buda Baker, Patrick Peterson. You got the rookie Isaiah Simmons on that side of the ball. So Cardinals looking up there on that side of the ball. Good offense already. So hate or love it. Cardinal signing J.J. Watt was a good signing. Man, I, I, I love it. Like anytime you can get J.J. Watt, that's an awesome signing. So you, you're talking about going with guys like uh, Zach Allen, and you just talked about Chandler Jones. Uh, man, this 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 front line is going to be super, super scary for the Arizona Cardinals. And also in a division where they just continue, defense is just really what they do. You look at the Rams, and the Rams struggled offensively, but defensively, they're still very good. Uh, of course, the Seahawks had issues with defense, but you feel, kind of feel like that'll be right at some point. The Cardinals, the defensively, that's kind of where they just couldn't figure it out all the way last year. You saw the growth from Kyler Murray and, you know, some others, and obviously you saw how well uh, it, it saw how well it went adding somebody like DeAndre Hopkins to the team. Defensively, just needed something else up front to help them out. I think J.J. Watt is the perfect fit, but the truth is J.J. Watt is a perfect fit anywhere. He's a guy that just wants to play the game, so there's really not a scheme I think that J.J. Watt couldn't have played in and really not a team that wouldn't have made room for him to do whatever it was that he wanted to. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say love, but it's more for leadership qualities and him being a veteran than on the field presence. J.J. Watt's still a good player, but J.J. Watt is nowhere near the legendary defensive lineman that we saw early in his career. J.J. Watt, 2016, played three games. 2017, played five games. 2019, played eight games. 18 and 20, he played a full season. Uh, last year, he only had five sacks. So J.J. Watt is getting older, and J.J. Watt is starting to fade a bit as a dominant defensive line presence. What he's going to be good for the Cardinals for is leadership and stability and a guy that can kind of rally the troops. I think the Cardinals are very close to being a very good team. I'm, I, I'm not 100% sold on Cliff Kingsbury as a head coach, but I like the offense that he runs. I like Kyler Murray in that offense. And adding J.J. Watt to a defense that was already pretty solid anyway is going to make them better. They're in a very tough division. Obviously, you're going to be with the Rams and the Seahawks and the Niners, and the Niners are not going to be as bad. And if the Seahawks keep rust, they'll be good. And the Rams should be better with Matthew Stafford. So it's going to be a tough division anyway. But... I just think there's a little bit of an overblowing of how much of an impact J.J. Watt's going to have on the football field. He'll have an impact, but it's not going to be 21 sack J.J. Watt. Oh, no. Again. Yeah. And that's going to be something that I think a lot of people are just like, oh, it's J.J. Watt. Of course, he's going to do that. I'm not sure he's that player anymore, but I still think he's going to be a big, big boost for Arizona. I think what he's just going to do is going to free stuff up for some other guys to make plays because you do have to still worry about him. You just don't have to throw the double teams at him that you used to. All right, moving on to another NFL topic. It was revealed today that the Patriots 
They want Jimmy G back. That they are, uh, that he is, that he is far and away their number one option this offseason and bringing him over to New England. So, hater to love it. The Patriots would be better with Jimmy G as their quarterback than they would with Cam. I'm going to go ahead and say hate because they'd be the same. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a good quarterback. This this is something I, I'm. He has played well in the past when he was with the Patriots and he came in for the injured Tom Brady. He played fine, right? He played well enough to go get traded and have people want him and then sign a contract with the Niners. Jimmy Garoppolo is not that good. Watching Jimmy Garoppolo play, it's like watching Andy Dalton play. Paint and dry. It's like watching an average quarterback who sometimes can have a good game and throw a good ball, but most of the time has trouble under pressure, doesn't go through his progressions well, makes poor reads, and it's just not that exciting to watch. Um, I don't know why people still think he's going to be the guy. I think one thing... I think people may be a little bit nervous because Josh Allen really boomed in his third year. And they're like, oh, this is there's a lot of these cases of guys who could be the next Josh Allen. I think when you see a quarterback for a couple of years and he is what he is, that's who the that's who he is as a quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is a middle of the pack quarterback right now. Cam Newton is a middle of the pack quarterback. The Patriots would not be any better with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo likes to throw interceptions, too. You think you think Cam Newton's turnovers are going to go away with Jimmy G? I don't think so. No, it's uh, no, it's, it, they would be the exact same team. hundred percent. I hate Jimmy Garoppolo. If this, you couldn't tell. This is dumb. This is stupid. Uh, I absolutely hate this. I hope it doesn't happen. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is, uh, just, you can go ahead and award Lynch this one because he just said everything that I was going to say. <laughs> I'll just be, to per- be perfectly honest. He is, honesty. He, is the, he is the absolute definition of a middle of the road Boo. quarterback. That's just that's just what Jimmy Garoppolo is. There's there's nothing that he does that's so much better than anyone else. Sometimes you can look at quarterbacks and say he doesn't have a great arm, but damn that Lamar Jackson. Look at how he moves once he gets outside the pot. You can't say any of those great things about Jimmy about Jimmy Garoppolo. He doesn't really do a great job of throwing his receivers open. He doesn't get in tight windows. He can't make every throw that you the great quarterbacks make like like Deshaun Watson, man. Like uh, Aaron Rodgers, man. Like Russell. He doesn't do any of those things, and so you're. The reason why the Patriots want him back is because Bill Belichick loves him. Bill Belichick didn't want to let him go in the first place. They want he wanted to trade Brady and he wanted to keep Garoppolo. To Garoppolo's credit, he did make it to a Super Bowl, so he can be somewhat of a of an impact on a on a team. But like Lynch said, if he's bad, he's bad, and if he's good, then he might be just average enough to get you to the promised land. But this is not an upgrade from Cam Newton. In some ways, this is a downgrade because if Jimmy Garoppolo gets in, in into some type of trouble, Cam can at least try to escape. Garoppolo's not going to get probably very, very far. He's he's agile, but he's not Cam Newton agile. So this is dumb. I uh, would have thought the Patriots would have made a big, better move, better move than this. But this is showing how much Belichick actually loves Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, and last but not least, make it a quick one. Hater love it. The NBA should not have had an All Star game. Love it. Stupid. Put people in in danger. You just saw two All Stars go down with COVID. You know. With with uh, I don't know if they've tested positive yet, but now they have to be with quarantined contact, yeah. with contact. So it's one of those things. No, this is what the players were fearing, and it's exactly what's happening. So, hey, uh, well, yeah, I love it. They should not have had I an all star game. Me. The players said they shouldn't have an all star game. 
every player that was asked about it was like, I don't really understand why we're having an all-star game this year in a year where we have to be really, 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 really strict with all of our protocols and wearing a mask. Like, why send us all to one city where we're going to be mingling with other people? Uh, no. No. Love. There should not have been an all-star game. I'll watch it. I'll enjoy it, I, I suppose, I hope. But no, I there should not have been an all-star game. All right, you both get a point for that. <clears throat> There's your points. But today's winner is Rashad. Woo. Right. I don't I know how it. that's going to work because he said earlier that he would ask the questions next week. So. I'll do it. I'll do it. It's you okay. and Lynch. I'll definitely ask some questions. Okay. Yeah, yeah I got You just it. said the winner would be going against It doesn't Joe. matter. The winner makes the rules, and I just made them. <laughs> Coming up next, the end of the show. <laughs> On the... Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Oh, 10:54. Great show, guys. It was a good show today. Great show, man. We well, got some, very quickly. Yeah, we got some, you know, some movie talk in a couple times, man. We talked about the new Coming to America. I think you just need to see it. Like I said, I thought it was I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was terrible, but I didn't think it was coming to America. Joe, you have to go see the first one. You have to just check it out. Yeah, Joe, I would, I would suggest that as like tonight's homework if before the All-Star game starts if you have time. Just watch it's like what an hour and a half. It's not that yeah. it's not that long of a movie. So so wait, have you seen many other Eddie Murphy movies or is that just the only one you haven't seen? Uh, I've seen uh, like Doctor Doolittle. Oh jeez. No, I'm kidding. I've seen Nutty <laughs> Professor. <laughs> Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of other Eddie Murphy. Have movies. you seen Trading Places? No. You should see that one. Have you seen um, probably? Yeah. Have you seen Life? Uh, no. I don't know what that is. I've never heard. <sighs> With of that. Eddie Murphy and Martin. I mean, Martin this, Lawrence. This is like all right before I was like born. White guys. Also, come on, guys. also, I have to. You have to understand that we're both white. White guys. Come on. But these are classic. Life. Life. Well, no, I've never even heard of it. So that's that's the thing. Just just I've, remember I've heard of life. that have you? Yeah. Life the game. Um <laughs> just remember that sometimes the what is considered normal is different. You know, like like a common movie that we all watched. Different. I'm pretty sure I'm like ten years younger than you too. So I mean Life though, it's like one of the cla most classic movies, especially comedies of, of all time. Hey, I get it. Like Mike is a you've classic got homework. too, and Mike then, hasn't seen it. Then you've got homework over this next week or so, Joe. You know, there's a lot of movies out there that I haven't seen, and some people tell me like, "Yeah, you should watch this," but then I think of another movie that probably I should watch ahead of that. You know, like never seen Shawshank. Mm. Great movie. You know, yeah, never seen one. Green Mile. Like, there's these movies. I've also never seen Green Mile. There's, there's you these... don't need to see Green Mile. It's very depressing. <laughs> you I don't think. need to see Green Mile. There's a lot of classic movies out there where then someone's like, yeah, you should watch Life. And I'm like, well, there's like probably 50 other movies I could come up but with. But if you that... want to laugh, you want to watch Life. You want to watch Coming to America. Those are great movies. I should probably see Coming to America. I would Absolutely. say if you want to watch the one on Amazon Prime, then yeah, watch the first. And probably skip the second one. But, you know, you can watch it. All right, that's going to do it for us today. 9 to 11 next week. We'll be back with a, a, a different hate it or love it. It'll be me versus Joe, and Rashad is very excited to pose the questions. He has a full week to prepare for this. <laughs> what are the chances that he forgets and then comes in and does it really quickly? He will not forget. Okay. Well, I'm intrigued to see what hate it or love it will be next week. Uh, we'll see what happens in sports. We'll talk about whatever happens this week, and we'll see you then. Have a very good rest of your weekend.